Hi, Zoe. Hello and hello everyone. <laughs> Welcome to day two of the Quantum Leap live stream. We are beyond excited to be here. We love talking all things quantum and uh, bringing you day two, part two, the missing piece number two <laughs> in the manifestation yeah. puzzle. Yeah, and we're gonna um, share more stories today, success stories and uh, just kind of really, you know, demonstrate for you guys how unnecessary it is to, you know, have this manifestation thing be something that you're like, like in all the time. I feel like people, and well, I know from a lot of personal experience that we so often think it's like this obsessive thing that it needs to be. And actually I would argue the opposite. The more you can embody, you know, the teachings that we are sharing and, and that we go through in QC squared, the more that you can really understand this process from that scientific perspective, the more you're able to let go to, you know, do your creation process that we're going to talk about today and then live your freaking life and have things mm -hmm. manifest for you. Um, like I actually think the less that you can think about something, the easier it is. And I think that quantum creation gives people that permission, right? Whereas with law of attraction, it's this constant, like, what am I thinking right now? What am I thinking right now? What am I feeling right now? Like this obsessing over our emotions that then just creates all this anxiety. And like, it's, it's just done. <laughs> yeah. It's done. We're leaving it behind. Hi guys. Let us know if you can hear us. Um, all right. We had a whole bunch of new, new people join the group after yesterday's live stream. So welcome. If you are new here, the replays will be up in the group until the weekend, I would say. Um, but we are this time uploading them to our podcast as well. So you can, uh, listen to yesterday's replay on the podcast. I'll have this one on the podcast, uh, later today, just cause I don't know, a lot of people like to be able to multitask as they listen, or if you want to just listen again and have things kind of like, you know, sink a little bit deeper. Um, yeah. So what are we talking about today? Zoe? Today, like, like I said, we're talking about the second missing piece in the manifestation puzzle. And this piece is incredibly important. It comes off of what we spoke about yesterday, but I wouldn't necessarily say that you have to have listened to day one. If you're here joining us for day two, like Lo said, you can always listen to day one in this group for the rest of the week, or you can pop on the Low and Social podcast to listen to it, and it's sure to grant some inspiration. But today we're really talking about a change in the self-perception, your self-perception that happens when you fully embody what it means to be the creator of your reality through the education that we spoke to yesterday. So when you understand on that subatomic level, how you are manipulating reality, you see yourself as so much more powerful than you've ever seen yourself before. And thus you really step into a new identity, one of being the ultimate creator of your reality. Yeah. So yesterday we talked about how there's two missing pieces. And the first one is shifting your perception of what reality even is and seeing how truly malleable. I mean, things look very solid, but what quantum physics is showing us is that it's, they're not, <laughs> they're really not, things <laughs> are moving, changing all the time. In fact, um, and the atom is like 99.99999% empty space. And our entire world is made up of atoms. So when you really zoom in this thing that we call reality 
is so much more empty space than it is matter. Um, and we really work to give you guys the, the knowledge and the understanding of, you know, what quantum physics is showing us about this reality that we live in such that you're like, Oh my God, like nothing is even real. Right. And if you have, and not in like a, like in a very liberating way, like this reality isn't even real. Um, and so you have a new perception of what reality is and how malleable it can be. But then on top of that, we start to see the role that consciousness plays in actually shaping reality. And again, what quantum physics is showing us. Um, and that then has you step into, as Zoe said, the identity of creator. And when you shift how you view the world and how you view yourself in relation to that world, you begin to believe that everything is possible. And um, we got a testimonial that I posted in the group yesterday that I think just like perfectly, you know, we can tell you guys, oh yeah, we had an identity shift because of what we share inside QC squared. And it allowed us to create these quantum leaps in our lives. But we've seen that with so many people that are um, alumni from, from QC squared. And uh, can I read Brit's, Brit, if you're yeah. here, thank you so much for, I just loved this so much. Cause like, she's just so in her power. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more today about like the bridge of incidents, the way that things unfold. And when you're a creator, you're like so much more able to trust them. So she tells a couple of stories about like, she, she said, I signed up last year. If you're hesitant, just do it. I specifically wanted a new car and a job um, that I could work from home. This past October, we had a major flood, which never happens here. So my car got totaled. And since used cars are hot right now, they paid me three times what I would have gotten for it, uh, letting uh, me get a newer SUV, which like, so this is a perfect example of like, um, you know, like feeling like things are not working in your favor, but you knowing that they actually are, you know, like a flood and then your car gets total and it all ends up working out for you. But with law of attraction teachings, I think we immediately would start judging what's going on and being like, I wanted a new car and now I don't have any car at all. Right. And we'd start like telling that story as opposed to like, Hmm, I wonder what the universe is lining up for me. And in QC squared, we talk about the universe as being the divine orchestrator. You are the, um, uh, or yeah, we say the orchestrator, right. Or facilitator. I can't remember, but you are yeah. the creator universe facilitates what it is that you're creating in the most like perfect way. Um, and then she said, now my mother-in-law's job is specifically creating a remote job for me so that I can work from home a certain amount of hours and I can do them whenever. And we found out I'm expecting a second baby in August. So first of all, both of her big things that she wanted have manifested. And in very like, she didn't have to go like it all found her, right? That's the thing with quantum creation. Your effort is usually very minimal. Um, even in business, I've found when I'm like quantum leaping, it's not that I'm not taking action, but the action is very like guided and effortless rather than me being in my like human brain, trying to figure things out. But my favorite part of all this, she said, unfortunately I'm having some health problems, but honestly, I'm not worried. I'll just use quantum and fix that in due time, <laughs> which I think yeah. is exactly what we were saying yesterday. You're just like, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to create this to be different. Right. Um, hi Renee. Uh, so yeah, I just love that because, um, Brit is completely in the, in the identity of creator, right. And what would change for you guys if, you know, you had things in your life that felt seemingly out of control, but your mindset about them was like, this isn't a problem. I'm powerful as a <laughs> AF and I can just 
create this to be however it is that I want. And there are no limits. Health, absolutely. You can quantum leap. You can quantum leap your relationships. You can um, quantum leap your money situation. You're like all areas. We have you focus on one area in QC squared, just so that you can see it at play. And then you get to go and just start checking boxes of any other area that you desire. And this is someone asked me yesterday, is this for entrepreneurs? No, we really don't talk that much about business other than giving our own examples. But I would say most people that have been in QC squared are not business owners. Yeah. But like Lo said, anything is possible and nothing is off the table. You can quantum leap into anything that your heart desires. And we always say, like, look at all these different areas of your life and look for the places in which you might feel dissatisfied, disempowered, or just feeling like you're not actually operating at your ultimate potential. Like you're just seeing ways in which, you know, I feel like I could do better or be better in this situation. So you can apply the quantum method in any and all of these areas. Yeah. And yeah. Of those areas where you don't have what you might desire, or perhaps you've been trying to create change for quite a while. Um, first of all, always, always, always change in our lives requires an identity shift. Always. Every area of our life is a reflection of who we are being in those areas. And so when who you are being in all areas is powerful creator, you know, like it's just like a completely different energy, but the areas that you like look at an area that you would desire to change and then ask yourself, what are my like beliefs that I have in this area? And so it, I don't know, let's say, um, you're desiring a new relationship, but your beliefs are, you know, that you've struggled with relationships in the past, or there's no good men or women out there anymore. That one I hear all the time. Um, or like, it's hard for you to trust anyone or like whatever it is. Um, what, sorry, are any of those beliefs that wouldn't be overridden or just made obsolete if you knew that you were actually the creator and that you had power over all of it, because that's what this work is, does for people. That's why it's so powerful. You don't need to now go into every little limiting belief and every block that you have, you get to just elevate above them. It just kind of, it just like, for me, when I'm like really present to the quantum and I'm like watching the content and I'm just, you know, in that identity all of the fears and limiting beliefs just fall away because knowing what I know and knowing this process makes them obsolete. I don't have to like, again, dive into them, which for me, every time I've like gone looking for a block and tried to remove it, I end up just like creating more because you create with what it is that you're focusing on. So if you're looking for blocks, you're probably going to keep looking for a long time because the more like there's you, what you seek, you shall find. So instead, you know, creating an identity and gaining the understanding of who you really are, how powerful you really are gets to just make those things obsolete for you. And, um, maybe you can tell your, your story. So this is such a great story of though. I think this was, was it the second round of QC squared that you were doing this or before, just before that I'm trying to remember. It was just before the third round. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So yeah. Do you want to tell that story of just like, it's such a good, like identity story of like, I'm creator. I can have whatever the F I want. Get out of my way. Yeah. So, and I feel like this is also a really good example for many reasons because it's something different. I think, um, there's mixed messaging out there about manifesting on behalf of someone else or manifesting, let's say someone else into your reality 
when the truth is that it quantum physics is showing us that there are multiple different timelines, multiple different realities. So why can't you have the one that you desire? So for me personally, like one of the biggest shifts and also in relation to Brit's testimonial that Lo just shared is that the quantum creators course and its identity shifts ultimately provide you with a new state of inner peace, right? A new peace of mind that is like, it doesn't really matter what happens in my life because I know how to quantum leap and I can change my reality. I can create powerful, massive shifts when, when I put my mind to it, literally, when I put my thoughts to it. So, you know, I was kind of just looking at my life and an area of which I was dissatisfied was love and relationships. And I also had a few open loops in my mind. And I was looking at these open loops. And one of them was a person that I had met in the past, we really hit it off. And I'd always thought about him for he actually lives in the States. And so each time that I would circle back to North America, and I would pop into San Diego, California, we would get together and we would go for dinner and we would have the most incredible talks. We would like shut the restaurant down because we were talking all night. And I never actually met someone that I had such a powerful, immediate connection with in this way. So he was always this guy at the back of my mind. And I had, uh, I dated other people in between, but I always thought very fondly of him. And part part of my mind always wondered like, is he the one? Like, is he and I meant to be something like, I kind of just always wonder about him and what would be possible for me if I actually decided to pursue this via the quantum and bring him back into my reality. So I could close this loop, either deciding, yes, we have some type of future together or no. And I remember Lo, you also just encouraged this because you're like, maybe um, let's call him Ben. I feel like Ben's a common name we just throw in when we're talking about guys in the podcast and whatnot. So you're like, maybe Ben is the love of your life. Like maybe Ben is your soulmate and this is what's happened. You always like reflect that back to me just because of how I would speak about this gentleman that I met and had these uh, amazing times with and very magical times too. Like I think a lot of us can relate to having these very synchronous relationships with people where the universe is just sending us mad hints and mad synchronicities that we're like, okay, I get it universe. I need to pay attention to this person or this is significant in my life path. So he was definitely one of those. And so I just decided one day, Lo and I were going to the quantum that I was going to go to the quantum about Ben. And I was just, even though I hadn't spoken to Ben in a few months, I, we had, the odd time sent a text message to each other. We'd never talked on the phone. It was just like, Hey, I'm back in the city or like, Hey, I thought I saw this and thought of you send a photo or something like that. So Lo and I went to the quantum in that moment. And I said, I'm going in and I'm going to create Ben to circle back into my reality. So I can close this loop once and for all. And uh, we were meditating in my condo on my couch And we were listening to his binaural beeps and all of a sudden the speaker shut off. And so I like went to go pick up my phone to turn the music back on and Ben was FaceTiming me. And he had never FaceTimed me. We'd never talked on the phone before. (laughs) Everybody showed it to Lo. And you were like, oh my gosh, like I I think, did I even like not even pick up? Like I didn't even know what to do with, but I I think I didn't eventually pick up for you. I was like, yeah. 
Like the quantum is calling. You had better pick up. (laughs) Yeah, the quantum was literally calling. And then after that, um, Ben and I talked frequently, like almost every day. Well, you know, it started off maybe like a call once or twice a week, texting every few days. And that went on for uh, about nine or 10 months. And what happened in that period of time was I really got the opportunity to explore what a relationship would look like with him and getting to know him a lot better and on a deeper level so that I could essentially close that, that gap. And although it didn't work out in the end, it was totally okay because I got everything and more than what I came for was that I, in hindsight, now I see that, that Ben came into my life to, for all sorts of different reasons, but in this chapter of those 10 months of me pulling him into my reality to some extent, creating him into my reality was meant for me to see how powerful I am and how powerful these methods are and to actually sort of explore a specific person manifestation, which is something that a lot of the teachers that Lo and I have learned from speak about. It's like, you can most certainly manifest a specific person. Like there are so many different timelines that are reality. You can choose whatever you want and it's not being manipulative. It's not, you know, forcing anything. And you can bring people in and you can bring people in and ultimately then you get to decide how you want to move forward. You get to decide if that's the reality that you want to create. And so, yeah, that was a very quantum success story because it was so out of nowhere, not to mention that the call, the first initial call came while we were going to the quantum for it, literally. So, yeah, anything you want to reflect back on that, those times, yeah. low. <laughs> well, so, and like, when you say that it didn't work out, you decided you didn't want it to. Right. And that's the yeah. thing is that like, like you gained clarity from the situation and then you were like, okay, I, this actually is not what I had hoped it would be. Um, and it was like, you could, I think that that was a convenient, um, end point because he was in the States and the borders were closed because of the pandemic. And, um, anyways, but what I want to, um, reflect about it is that like maybe six months earlier, there'd been somebody else in your life that you were dating and your ways of being between those two times were like two different people. Like the, (laughs) the first guy, you know, there was a lot of like making it mean things like when he texted and how often he texted and like, just a lot of like fear present there. Right. And, and that was a hundred percent you in your, uh, uh, attractor identity, right? Like I need to control my thoughts. I can't be anxious about this. Whereas then six months later with Ben, um, you were like, like, I remember you showing me your text and there'd been like six days where you'd texted him and he'd not responded. And you were just like, good morning. Hi. Like sending like sunshines and stuff. And he was just, he has a big career. So he was really busy and not responding. And so it was like, doesn't matter. Like it means not like she made nothing about any of it mean anything. And I think that that when something is actually in the process of manifesting the way in which we trip ourselves up is we judge different things and being like, Oh, well, I sent him this text and he didn't get back to me. That obviously means that it doesn't, he doesn't like me and it's not going to work out. And we sabotage 
when in reality, like, I mean, he ended up just like totally falling in love with you <laughs> and you didn't make it mean anything, how things were unfolding, but six months prior, you did the exact opposite. And this is the difference between thinking you're an attractor where you have to constantly monitor your thoughts and there's no space for anxiety and you judge every single little thing, which then ultimately either way slows it down or prevents it altogether from actually manifesting versus being the creator where you stop judging, you know, the unfolding of it and you don't make it mean things about yourself because it doesn't mean anything, how someone else is responding. You get to stay in the end and you get to just watch things as they unfold. Right. And like Brit's uh, story was an example of that, of like, there was a flood and then she lost her car. And instead of being like, oh my God, this is the worst thing ever. I guess I'm just not going to have a car. She like held strong to that vision because she knows she's the creator. And then it ended up working out better than ever. And she got an upgraded car without having to pay anything, you know, which is just like insane. Um, there was something else I was going to add to that. And I can't, oh, I just, um, I remember being with you one day when he called and we were like, the three of us were like chatting and he had said something <laughs> that was so funny because so he had said that a friend of his is like a psychic basically. And she had told him there's somebody that's like, that's like tapping into your energy. Like there's somebody out there that's like pulling you towards them or something like that. And Zoe is on the phone with him and she's like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like that's so weird. And I'm sitting there watching like just out of the screen being like, does she not know? Does Zoe not realize that it's her? Like that you're going to the quantum you're imagining yourself with this person. He has a psychic friend who is picking up on that, but doesn't know the specifics. And then he's telling Zoe this story. And Zoe's like, oh, wow, that's so weird. I'm like, Zoe, it's you. <laughs> you're, you're doing that. But, but one of the things that we talk about in QC Squared is that we're a collective. Like we, we are, you know, like the billions of cells that make up a body or trillions, whatever. Um, and we all work in tandem with each other. And so, you know, me does, or like Zoe desiring something that your energy is his energy, right? Because there isn't, there isn't, um, separation, even though <laughs> the world is determined to make us believe that we are separate, that, you know, it's us versus them. When in reality, we are all one, just big energy field. And when I set an intention for something, me receiving what I want is also hundreds, potentially thousands of other people also getting what they want. Right. Um, and so, and the other thing we talk about a little bit about is like that there, there's no time. There really is no time. Everything's happening right now. And often you might set an intention for something and it manifests almost immediately. And the bridge of incidents that led it to manifesting actually started happening before you'd even set the intention. Right. So like you might desire more money in your business or something like that. And you go to the quantum about it, it manifests quickly. And then you find out that that client, you know, had been looking at your, your stuff, let's say for like months and months and months, and you just didn't know, but it's because when you set that intention, when you go to the quantum, there is no time, things have already started to unfold for you. And it's just, again, like this very sort of like esoteric way of viewing things, but that feels very magical feels very like, just, it's not limited. Right. Um, so I just love that story. And, uh, yeah, me watching it, like I just remember so being like in such a fearful state 
being so paranoid about your own thoughts six months before and six months after just being totally like, I'm going to marry him if I want to, I'm the creator. Yeah. yeah. And that would have happened if you decided. Identity shift. Yeah. It was, it was so, so powerful. And it was what I think was really, what was really special about that experience was that it's like the more that you visit the quantum, the more you're able to actually detach in the, in the physical reality from the things that you desire. Whereas around law of attraction, there's so much significance and there's so much attachment around things. And that attachment is like elevated because you're told not to be attached to these things. Right. So there is all this significance, like you think about it like magnets. Right. And so there's so much extra thoughts and feelings and judgments that are around the way of the law of attraction when versus like going to the quantum, you can go there and you fully experience what it is that you want. Like it's already there. So when you come out of the quantum field, you're like, Oh yeah, I trust. I know it's coming. I felt it. Like I trust it. And what we have you do in the quantum creators course, which I think is sometimes um, just like some of the most magical little stories are, are just the small, small manifestations that happen so quickly. So we have you do proof manifestation. So we actually have you use the quantum method in uh, at the beginning of the program and prove it to yourself. And when everyone starts to share their proof and how the proof appeared in their reality, you start to get so present to the magic and how easy it can actually be. And it's such a powerful way to start the program because it expands the realm of possibilities and it just really deepens this greater understanding of reality and how malleable it is and how quickly things can happen because there is no such thing as time ultimately, which we also dive into a little bit in there, but you can have whatever you want and it doesn't have to be far away. The law of attraction applies that all these things are far, far away when in fact they can happen tomorrow. They can yeah. happen tomorrow. Your, your life can completely change, right? Your life completely, completely changes in one moment. Let's say when you meet your soulmate or when you find out that you've, you've landed your dream job or when you quit your nine to five, right? These are actually just moments and they're from one day to the next. So who says that you can't have your quantum leap tomorrow? Who says you can't have the, the $10,000 month tomorrow? Who said you can't have yeah. the soulmate tomorrow? right? It's just a moment in time. And so it's up to you to embody and shift into being the creator to allow these things to happen in the path of least resistance, ultimately shortening that timeline. Yeah. I think law of attraction is very like linear, right? Like we exactly, as Zoe said, it feels like there's all these things that we need to make happen first in order for it to be possible. And a lot of rules around, you know, well, if I'm going to have a successful business first, I need to manifest like an audience or something, you know, or whatever. When in reality, there's so many, there's such a path of least resistance towards everything that you want, but we can't get there when we're like trying to predict, you know, what needs to happen first or judging what we think needs to happen. When in reality, like the reason for me, I went from struggling in my business to having a $15,000 month inside of like six weeks of implementing this method. When I first started getting into it, was because there was a path of least resistance that I had not seen. And it, it was so obvious to me when it finally like clicked into place. I was like, how could I not have seen this? But it's because I was like, 
in, again, in the law of attraction mindset, monitoring my thoughts constantly, um, trying to like figure things out as opposed to understanding what my role is. I'm not the facilitator. I'm the creator. So I created the end result that I desired. And then the universe just showed me this very like easy path there that I was like, Oh my God, this was staring me in the face the whole time. And for a year, I did not see it. Um, we have a question. So, and by the way, guys, please ask your questions. We're totally here Mm -hmm. for it. Um, she said, would love to know if you can still use quantum creation, if your vision is not fully clear or what it is that, or you don't know what it is that you want. Um, it is there, but a bit blurry, I guess. Absolutely. You can create anything. And a lot of the conversation that we have often on our like, uh, Q and a calls inside of QC squared is around gaining clarity. So you can set the mm-hmm. intention for, for clarity. You can create that and then have it come right in. I actually find those manifestations very fast because they're more, it's more like an emotional manifestation, not a physical one, which often comes with a bit more, you know, resistance, but, um, so yeah, you can, you can, you also don't need to, sometimes I just, I just create a feeling I just create, like lately I've been going to the quantum for this feeling of freedom. And I don't hundred percent know what I even want that to look like, but I don't actually need to have the details. I just know the way I desire to feel in my body and likely some of the external circumstances that would manifest in order to make that available. But it's actually very like resistance free for me to just go immediately to the feeling. So if you know how you want to feel and it can literally be free or content or in love, you can just create that. You don't need to have specifics around it. I often find a lot of time people try and control the specifics. We really go into detail in this in QC squared of like, you know, how specific to get and why to get specific, not because you're trying to control an outcome, but because you're allowing those specifics just to evoke an emotion in you. Um, but it's different for each person. And we go through what that looks like. Anything to add there, Zoe? Yeah. Well, actually one thing that's just pinging me that I want to add about Brit's story and sort of what we're speaking into also um around the story that I shared as well and we're going to get into one of Lowe's quantum leap success stories is a firm understanding of the bridge of incidents so that is what we spoke a little bit about yesterday about when you set an intention it's it is the path of least resistance that is the universe divinely orchestrating the the quickest way for you to get your desire or get what you are intending for. And when you have a really firm and solid understanding of the bridge of incidents, you just trust the process. And that's what allows the identity to not shift or sway when things don't appear to go your way. So like Britt said in her testimonial of like, there was a flood and then my car was totaled. If she was intending for a new car without the knowledge and the deep understanding and really embodying that, that is the bridge of incense, there probably would have been a lot of ego, ego backlash, right? A lot of doubt, a lot of inner turmoil and emotional turmoil in the body, perhaps a lot of anxiety in that type of situation. I mean, naturally it's very unexpected, but when you have a firm understanding of the bridge of incidents, there's always this underlying layer of trust, this foundation of trust that supports you all the way through and just understanding like, oh yeah, this is all happening in my favor. And that ultimately in itself is clarity in any situation that might come through 
your reality that shakes things up, right? Because you've got this firm understanding that this is all working in my favor. It doesn't matter what it is. And I don't need to get shaken up about this. Things are becoming clear actually in this moment. As it might appear, things are crumbling or people might perceive it as things are falling apart. I'm actually gaining so much clarity. Um, so Martita says, is the identity shift enough to start manifesting from the quantum? Yeah. So the, the identity shift happens just by learning what we share in the first module of QC squared, which is like really diving into this very like mind blowing science in a way that makes it easy. I think for the average person to understand it, like Zoe and I are not science majors. So, um, we break down quantum theories and a lot of like, we actually don't talk that much about theories. We talk about what's being proven, um, and what has been proven kind of in the last decade or two, um, around the role that human consciousness plays in actually determining the building blocks of our world and how they fall. Um, and it really, it like, yeah, it really, it's really like a, a matter of understanding the whole like conversation of if a tree falls in a forest and nobody's there to hear it doesn't make a sound. It's like along those lines, like if there's nobody to watch what's happening, no consciousness to observe, you know, reality as it's unfolding, there's a lot to suggest that it doesn't actually exist the way that we think it does. And we won't go too far into that because it is such a, you know, something we like really have you dive into. And actually one thing we're doing this round is giving you guys a full week of implementing that, uh, the practice in week one, watching it over before we go into our, um, first Q and a call. So usually we would drop the first module on like the Sunday night or the Monday. Um, and then we'd have our first call together on like that Thursday, this time, we're not having that first call together until the following Monday, um, which was a little bit to do with our schedules, but also we just felt that that first module is, you know, there's we really recommend that people watch it a couple of times and start to wrap their head around what we're sharing. And of course there's so many, um, there's so many, uh, Q and a calls that you can go back on and, and watch from past rounds if you want help with that during that time. But yeah, we just wanted that sort of like that incubation period for you guys in those first seven days. So the program this time is actually like four and a half weeks long, as opposed to just four weeks, just a little bonus. Um, but yeah, the identity shift comes because you're like, Oh my God, this is who I actually am. This is what I'm actually here to do. This is how my thoughts actually impact the world. And, you know, Zoe and I have talked a little bit about how it's, it's information that I isn't shared with people for a reason, because if the average person understood how powerful they were, there wouldn't be, yeah. you know, there wouldn't be hundreds of thousands of factory workers. There wouldn't be like, there wouldn't be so many people that our current systems rely on you know, essentially being disempowered, not that I didn't mean it that way, but like being disempowered and not knowing that everything's available to them. Right. And when you have a society full of people who don't know how powerful they are, they're easy to, you know, control in whatever way that you desire or to, you know, create rules and laws for that anyway. So, um, yeah, so it's an identity shift just through education. And then as Zoe said, the proof manifestations, which are small manifestations that you do in the first week. Um, and we have it set up very strategically, but those manifestations are so fun because when you don't have a lot of significance behind, um, what it is that you're manifesting, we have people set intentions for like a free cup of coffee or like a flower or an amount of money. Um, it's amazing how quickly they come in. One of my favorite stories 
from, I think the first or second round was someone who set an intention for a pink flower, pink rose, I think went to the quantum about it once or twice and had somebody come up to her on a bus within a few days and said, it's my birthday. And my friends have given me this bouquet of flowers to hand out to people. And I want to give you one. And just like, I have shivers, even just telling that story. We've had so many stories like that. Um, because you start to be like, okay, like I'm, I'm okay. I'm starting to see how powerful I am. And, you know, a lot of attraction would have you think that you attracted it and, you know, you got lucky and things aligned in your favor, but it's hard to replicate the process. Whereas in this scenario, you start to get that proof. You see the formula that led to that outcome. And then you get to start applying it to bigger things. And so the identity shift is something that just happens by default by applying what it is that we teach in primarily the first and second modules, but, um, we immediately have you get into action. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's, so magical, you guys, like just like that story that Lo, Lo shared, there's so many and you'll have that in the program and you can always come back to that evidence for yourself, right? If ever the ego starts to, to butt in, you've got your own proof. Like you, you have so many success stories. You have also the group's collective success stories and, you know, taking the journey in QC squared and not only having this identity shift, you're not only creating such a beautiful foundation of trust with source but you're actually inviting magic into your life you actually decide that the how has no no space here anymore because you understand how powerful you are and how powerful the universe is in that co-creation process that getting stirred up in the how and having the ego try to search for all the different ways in which something can come for you is ultimately just exhausting and giving that up yeah. gives up so much significance and pressure. Yeah. So my story, um, just to like, Zoe had such a good story about like identity and how that shifted who she was being and thus the result that she created. And also I think the, the level of enjoyment along that journey, right. There wasn't like, you weren't in your head all the time, but, um, one of the ones that I often share, I mean, there's lots that I could, that I could talk about. And I talked about my business yesterday, but I quantum leapt my way to going full-time in my online business in a short period of time. And I was able to spend, um, the winter of 2019 traveling. I was in Italy for a few months and then I went over to Scotland and, um, I was staying at like really beautiful Airbnbs and working my business. And that all happened because of quantum creation. Like there's just no way I was, I had been working for a year thinking that it was about law of attraction and like things were not really moving. Um, anyways. So then when I came home from that trip, I wanted to move back to Toronto and I had written down on a piece of paper, like everything that I wanted. And I wanted a certain date. I wanted June 1st, um, which was like only a month away. And it's very difficult to find apartments in Toronto. Like people at that time, especially would go into like bidding wars just to rent a place. Um, and I'm an entrepreneur and I'm single as well. And a lot of landlords don't want, like they would rather have two couples that have a full-time job. Um, anyways, so I was, I was going to Toronto. I was trying to force it. I was driving from my parents' place to Toronto for like, I don't know, over a month, more than probably three times a week. And it's like an hour, hour and a half in traffic. And just like nothing was lining up. I'd applied to a couple of places and not gotten them. Certain things had fallen through when I really thought that they were going to work out. I also wasn't super in love with any of the places I was looking at, but I had all these limiting beliefs and I was trying to like work around them in terms of the places that I was applying for. And it just 
it was not easy. And the bridge of incidents is always easy. Like I said, it comes to you. It's not something that you need to like go out there and try and force. And that's what I was doing. And Zoe and I talk all the time about how we need to, we always come back to this content and to this reminder that we're creators because you know, the real world feels very real. <laughs> and so it's hard to stay in that place of, um, that identity of, empowerment when you don't have the structures in place. And that's why this was before we had QC squared and we launched it twice a, um, a year and we let people continue to stay in it so that we get to keep reaffirming this identity and come back to it. So anyways, month and a half went by the dates come and gone, nothing's working out. And I remember saying to Zoe, like, I think like, I really want a place that leaves me feeling very expanded and very abundant. Like I want a next level to step into and I'm also just like done trying to force this. And I did like one, maybe two sessions, like quantum sessions where I went to this place of, I didn't have any, I, I completely let go of my list. I didn't have any like specifics. It was a feeling. And like, this is, you know, a good story for clarity, but I just, it was this like visualization I had where I walked into my new apartment and it was like, I put my keys down on a table that was sitting there and it was just light. Like it felt really, really light filled. And that was it. And I think that I did this visualization like twice for five minutes because I was kind of like, if I need to stay at my parents' place for longer, whatever, it's fine, but I'm going to create this. And that was on a Wednesday on the Friday. I was, I was back in Toronto. Um, and my, one of my best friends, Trevor, who lives in my hometown, I was talking to him about it. We were going on this like vegan boat cruise and, uh, I was telling him about it. And he said, I would love a place to come. He worked, he worked at that time in our hometown. I would love to play a place to come on the weekends. Um, and like have a place to stay in Toronto. That would be really fun. So why don't you look for a two bedroom and I'll like pay whatever the difference is. And so that like upped my, my budget significantly. And, uh, I sent it off to my realtor at the time and said, here's my new budget. This is now what we're looking for. This is the area that would work. He immediately sent me back a list. And one of the places on that list, it was actually, the photos were awful. Like I had no idea. It's, I was just talking about this with a friend yesterday, like how beautiful the apartment is and how much the photos didn't do it justice. But anyways, um, so I said, the description of this sounds really great. It has a 400 square foot terrace like that, like what that doesn't exist in Toronto. Um, and so we set up a showing and I couldn't go. Trevor actually came down to the city again, two days later. So I, again, I'm not even doing anything at this point. Now this apartment is literally finding me and he sees this apartment and he's like, okay, like we need to apply for this. The view is the most incredible thing that I've ever seen. It's like, yeah, just so much more than I even had on my list. And it also happened to include all the things that I had on that original list as well. And we applied and got it. And Trev lived here on the weekends for like seven or eight months. He ended up meeting one of my best friends, Tara, and they fell in love within days. And that's a whole other story. <laughs> he doesn't live here anymore. I'm sitting in his old bedroom. But the point is like, like, almost two months of me thinking that I was an attractor, nothing was working out. I was forcing it. I was in my head all the time. I had all these limiting beliefs. I was trying to like get rid of, and then two sessions as a creator. And within days, it, like I had this place that I couldn't have even known to try and manifest because I never would have thought I could have it, you know? Um, so anyways, um, it just goes to show like, there's just so much efforting involved with L with law of attraction. And with creation, it gets to be effortless. It gets to come to you in a way that 
like, it was so fun too. Like, and then Zoe and Trev became good friends and we had a group of friends that came here. It was like the funnest time ever. And none of it would have happened if I'd like kept trying to approach it from a law of attraction standpoint. So anyways, my favorite part about that bridge of incident story is that the universe provided me with a, with the means of getting the apartment that I really wanted in a very easy and synchronistic way. Um, and it was better than I ever could have imagined for so many reasons. And, uh, yeah, it's just like, it's that identity of like, I'm forgetting who I am and I'm actually powerful AF. So I'm just going to create this. And then, yeah, it just happened. Yeah. And once you do it once you can do it again. And yeah. I think like, yeah. that's, what's so powerful about sharing these success stories and like even witnessing your quantum leap flow and you witnessing mine is it just totally expands the realm of possibilities and allows us to trust. And when we, when we've experienced a quantum leap, we can always think back in time, like, oh, it does work. It did work for me. I can quantum leap out of this situation or quantum leap into a different lifestyle, quantum leap into a whole different life, quantum leap into anything that I want. So it just gets more and more powerful and more and more expanded as you apply this method and continue on your journey and receive all yeah. different types of results. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're going to share the quantum process a little bit. I mean, such a big part of it is the education that we share inside of QC squared, but we shared yesterday what the process of law of attraction was, which is like, you know, there's <laughs> just so many steps, so much conflicting information, so many things that you're supposed to do that actually count like counteract each other, you know, mm -hmm. believe wholeheartedly and live in the end, but let it go also. And like decide and commit and also don't want it too badly. <laughs> Got this stuff. And then like, script. Yeah. And like, you know, there's some of these things that can be used, but for me, none of them have been consistent in the results. I've found consistency in results with, um, with, creation with quantum creation. I've never found it with law of attraction. So sometimes scripting really does work for me on one thing, which I still think is because I understand the quantum. <laughs> um, but other times it doesn't. And like, it just feels so wishy-washy. And then that leads you to actually be in so much more doubt and resistance, right? The quantum method is pretty simple. Um, it is understand that and how your thoughts create reality from a quantum physics perspective. And we really dive into that in QC squared. Um, we show you guys like different videos and different diagrams and different, you know, like, yeah, really from just an educational standpoint, um, apply that creation formula, which is one that's based in imagination. Um, not believing by the way, this is not based in how much you believe in something. I never could have, like I said, believed in this apartment. There's so many things that have manifested that I couldn't have believed until it actually happened, but quantum creation doesn't require you to believe what you need to believe is in the process itself, but you don't need to believe in the end result. You just have to know how to go there, how to actually create it in the quantum, how to simultaneously program your body with the feeling that it's already happened. Like Zoe was talking about earlier. Um, we're going to talk a bit more about that this round specifically, we're going to talk a lot about like nervous system and, and creating the identity shift, you know, through education, but also through the process that we have you guys implement, um, know that it's coming because you created it. And I mean, that one, I could, I honestly think that you could take out because 
you don't actually have to like, we've talked a little bit about how it can be helpful to be like, I know that it's coming because I created it. But again, there's things that I didn't know that they were coming. They just came because I created them in the quantum. And then, and then I did the fourth step, which is live your life, (laughs) which is like, don't obsess over it, you know, um, have fun, like, let it go. It's coming. Don't enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey. Exactly. Um, yeah. So it's really a three-step process. Know that you're the creator, apply the creation formula, live your life. Let it just yeah. Come. And what one thing I want to highlight around like law of attraction versus the quantum method and being the creator. So I find like a lot of the law of attraction techniques that we we're speaking into, like there are so many, right? There's scripting, there's reciting mantras, there's writing things out multiple times in a row. You know, there's crystals, there's you know anything you want it to be. What I find about these tools, I mean, they're they're tools. They nurture belief systems. They they help you with intentions, they can shift energy, but when it comes to the ultimate identity shift, that's where like the, that's why like the quantum method happens so quickly for people, because it's like, you realize that you don't need anything else in this world. You don't actually need to, to effort or do things. You just have to understand and then claim a new way of being a new way of living a new way of perceiving yourself and that shift happens so fast and I think that's why the people who enter this course have quantum leaps so quickly because it's like and not not like beginner's luck but you know how this sort of that beginner's luck where someone goes into the casino and like pulls a slot machine and wins like big time it's because they're not ex- they're not really expecting they're doing something for the first time it's totally different and then they hit it big time. That's yeah. kind of what we find that happens to people. And that's why some people just quantum leap in their first week, because they're finally making the shift that their soul has been calling for, for so long. And it's just this, this activation of remembering within that you can live an empowered life. You can come back to remembering who you are and accessing all these divine powers that were, that were and are yours and have always been yours. Yeah. It's the activation of remembering, as you said, and then the ease that comes with it. You're like, Oh, Mm -hmm. this isn't a big deal. Yeah. Um, And I'll tell you guys, identity is manifestation. It's not about being high vibe. That's such a, Mm -hmm. sorry, bullshit lie that you're supposed to be high vibe all the time for sure. Like you get what you focus on. So if you're genuinely a happy person and you're grateful for the things that you have, that helps, but it's not a requirement. This idea that just seems to run rampant in this community that says you have to feel good all the time just creates a very like toxic mindset. I think because even before the last two years, you know, it like, there's things in life, being a human is having emotions, being a human is having anxiety. Sometimes being a human is worrying about things and having fear and if you are experiencing those emotions and then making yourself wrong for those emotions, that's where we get into trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, trust me, I've sp- like, I've, I've spent so much time in that place because of what the manifestation community says about it. And like, I love Abraham Hicks, but I don't like the part of their message. That's about like, just go get happy. And it's like, there's a pandemic going on. You know, there's like just a lot of craziness in the world. And, and for sure, there's a lot to be said about being happy, um, but it's not a requirement. There's a lot of unhappy people who believe they have an identity of powerful. 
They see themselves Mm -hmm. as being powerful and they have all of the things. Perhaps those things aren't making them happy because they weren't happy before having them. And that's another conversation, but they, but manifestation for the sake of it does not require you to be high vibe. It does not require you to be in constant belief about things. Um, so yeah. Uh, yeah. One thing I I want to share is like around this, like message of being high vibe, I believe, like, I I fully believe in raising your vibration and, you know, releasing different things in your reality that might be causing a lowering of the vibration. Like, let's say, binging on a Netflix show that's scary or something like that. I know anytime I watch things that are scary to me, I feel a bit scared. I feel like lower vibration. But I think when it comes to the high vibe message, it's about when you are high vibrational, you, you are magnetic in ways. And so then you can become sort of like an attractor because you attract cool, fun, happy things to you when you're happy. And you can, you can realize those, uh, and feel gratitude for them because you're seeing more clearly because you are at a high vibrational level versus like the quantum identity shift is one that gives you a full permission to be a human being and create the results and changes that you want in your life in a short period of time and feel empowered. And what I could say about, you know, there's, there's a difference between walking into a room with someone who is like magnetic and like high vibe versus someone who is empowered. Like these are different vibrations. And I would say the empowered person is also magnetic, but the magnetic high vibe person isn't always empowered about everything that's in their surroundings. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that's a, yeah, totally. That's a good distinction. Um, there definitely is a magnetic quality to, I had a client, um, a little while ago say, I don't understand why this launch didn't work because I was so high vibe through it, which <laughs> there's something to be said about, but I said, if you're not in the identity of receiving, you know, tons of people, signing up for your program, it doesn't matter how happy you are, to be honest. <laughs> like, um, you might have, you might attract money in other ways. You might attract good things in other ways because you were high vibe, but high vibe as a strategy is not, it's just not the thing. It's I, it's always identity. It's, and when we say identity, we mean how you view yourself, who you believe yourself to be. And there is an, an instant identity shift that happens when you start understanding these principles, because you just can't go back to not knowing them. And anytime for me that I'm in disempowerment, I just have to go back to this content. And I'm like, oh, that's right. I remember who I am. Yeah. 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 So, um, we talked yesterday, we were going to talk about, um, what QC squared is, but we talked about that yesterday. It is open until Friday at 10 PM and we will get started on Monday. Although we typically send out the first module early, (laughs) um, and you guys have lifetime access to it. You get to join us in all future rounds of it as well, which I don't know any other like coaches that really do that to be honest, or, well, I don't know. I'm sure some of them do, but we used to do like individual rounds. And then we just decided like, there's so much power in the collective behind this information and these stories of alumni and like what their journey has been. And so we bring all of that in and we prioritize the questions of our new newcomers. Um, so Yeah. So you don't have to worry about like not getting your chance to have your questions answered because we make, we have a system for that. Um, so yeah, we're also going to do a live stream on Instagram on Thursday, um, talking about something that we're kind of bringing to QC squared this round. Um, 
that is on the topic of identity, but from a more like physiological place. And I'm really excited. I feel like this content inside of QC squared is going to kind of really round it out in a way that it hasn't been before. Like we've been consistently adding to QC squared each time that we've launched it, we've added Usually we've added something. Um, and this topic that we're going to talk about specifically on Thursday is something I'm like so present to right now and so excited by. And I think it's such an important thing that is a part of QC squared. Um, so for those of you who, you know, might be stuck in feelings of fear or anxiety, understanding how to actually reprogram those from a, yeah, from an internal standpoint through the QC squared method is incredibly liberating. So if you've tried to create in the past or manifest in the past, but you find yourself repeatedly going back to old feelings of fear, there's a very like biological reason for that. Um, and we're going to bring that into QC squared this time. We're going to talk about that on Instagram live on Thursday at the same time, 8am. So you guys can join us over there. And if you have any questions at all about QC squared, just reach out to either of us on Instagram. We haven't really been checking our low and Zoe Instagram. I don't know. I don't actually have the locket for that. So don't message us there. <laughs> you might not get a response, but on either of our Instagrams or, um, through our email address, which yeah, is, will be sent is sorry. is the email that is sending you guys, uh, all of the emails about the live stream and about QC squared. I was telling Zoe, I stayed up till like 11 dancing in my living room and I'm really tired. <laughs> it was really fun. <laughs> Celine Dion, man, anthem. Just living that quantum life. Yeah, enjoying the journey. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us. These replays will um, remain up in this group until the weekend and uh, also on our podcast. So you can catch them there if you want to re-listen. And we'd love to have you guys inside of Quantum Creators. There's really, as Zoe says, there's life before QC squared and there's life after. Yeah. <laughs> and it starts the moment that you sign up. I remember this one um, participant that signed up last time and she was really unsure. She was not sure about the money. Um, and we've actually made QC squared more accessible this round. That was something that felt really in alignment for both of us, but um, she was not sure about the investment. And I just sort of coached her through it and allowed her to get to a place where she knew what she wanted to do. Our job is never to try and convince you guys because we don't actually know you're either intuitively drawn towards this or you're not. And we just want to empower you in making that decision. But, um, within like hours, she'd had like multiple brand deals come in her, her brother won the lottery and she found out like the day after, and it was like $150,000. And like, there was just like crazy stuff happening to her. Like, actually, I remember within minutes, she showed me, it was a screenshot within minutes in her email was, I think it was like 1201 PM was her signing up for QC squared and her getting the notification email, the confirmation email. And at 12.04, she gets this email from a brand that wants to pay her thousands of dollars to promote her stuff or to promote, promote their stuff on her Instagram. Like that's, you know, the power in the transformation. You just decided this is how things are going to go for me moving forward. I'm moving into my true identity, my true self and the universe responds quickly. Yeah. I would say, guys, like, you know, as you were thinking about the quantum leaps that you would like to create, just imagine if you devoted, right? If you devoted the next four, five weeks, really, because this is what this next round looks like, five weeks to creating a significant change in your life in that area in which you feel disempowered, perhaps dissatisfied or not where you would like to be. Imagine what, what your life could look like after the next five weeks right after you know six weeks from now 
or a few months from now, having made that change that you wanted to make, what would be accessible to you on the other side of that? And then also what is accessible to you once you know the tools, once you know the quantum method, once you understand how reality is actually working and you fully embody that way of being as the creator. Yeah, and we have people that create life-changing results in the four weeks of the program. I mean, one of the women from our first round met her, are they married now? They were engaged the last (laughs) I talked to her. (laughs) Within uh, like three weeks, the first three weeks, she meets this, this guy and that was what she'd been focusing on. And again, in a very like synchronistic way, we actually have that story up on our podcast. I'll post, I'll post our results episode that we did. Um, I think it was for the second round and we just had people on from the first round who talked about like paying off huge sums of debt, meeting her soulmate. Um, can't remember what the other, someone had manifested like their dream apartment. Like there was a whole bunch of stuff, but so some people, you know, crazy things happen inside those four weeks. And for some people, they come back to us six months later and they're like, this is all the ways in which my life has changed. Um, and for many people it's both right. But it is like an ongoing identity shift that just puts you in power to create whatever it is that you desire moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. It's time to quantum leap guys. (laughs) Yeah, it really does feel like, okay, we're coming out of, (laughs) we're coming out of the craziness of the last two years and it's time to create a new, you know, there was definitely a lot of survival in the last two years. Um, and that's totally fine, but there's a new chapter happening. It's time for a rebirth. It's time for, you know, us to very intentionally create the lives that I think for many people, the, the pandemic showed us that we wanted and deserved, you know, Mm -hmm. freedom. That's what it always comes down to for people and whatever that looks like for you. So yeah, thank you guys for joining us. And we're so excited to work with you guys. Those of you who, who sign up for QC squared. Yeah. See you in the quantum. Bye guys. (laughs) Bye.